right, so we have NBA basketball back. So that's pretty cool. Um, do you think the title of this episode should be, do we really care about preseason basketball? Is that a little aggressive? I'll answer that question, but I think they did. I tell you what, <laughs> I, I didn't care about preseason basketball. I didn't I did it, <laughs> but now I do. <laughs> what the hell is going on? You know, it's, it's, you know, we only talk about the highlights of, of teams and when they do well, of course. That's how we move on the show. But, you know, I'm not going to identify any specific teams, <laughs> but for those of you that pay attention to the National Basketball Association, you know what team I'm talking about. Um, <laughs> so how much do you care about preseason basketball, Mark? I did it until <laughs> yesterday. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Oh, Are man, you kidding me? That's nasty work. What the hell is going on? And that's I know people work. are going to point it to certain plus, plus or minuses. I know yeah. people are going to say, well, you know, so-and-so, you know, only played the quarter. They, they weren't playing defense. So-and-so so wasn't trying. Yeah. Let me tell you something. You don't try in an all-star game. Yeah. You, you, you don't try at the park. Okay? You, you, you don't try when, um, you know, you're just getting up shots. You don't, you don't try at the Y. This whole narrative of they weren't giving it their all. I don't hear that bullshit. <laughs> you don't lose no damn preseason game like that. Yeah. What the hell are we doing? Yeah. Look, I, I, look, you know, oh my goodness. I'm so glad this wasn't my favorite team. But then again, <laughs> yeah. who knows? Then again, who the hell knows? Because uh, Yeah, yeah. Who, yeah, who yeah. knows? Because who, so uh, uh, it's crazy. It's crazy how like your team plays. I think they play tonight, actually. <laughs> well, yeah. that's what I'm saying. Of, based off the time of this recording. Yeah. Based off the time of this recording, who the hell knows what's going to happen to the Los Angeles Lakers? But I tell you what. <laughs> I tell you what, After what that, we saw from this other team, yeah. I don't know. I really don't. Yeah. But oh my goodness gracious. You know, I've never been a fan of preseason basketball. It's usually been like, I don't I really don't give a shit, guys. Just like yeah. Summer League, it's cool. You know what I'm saying? Going to Vegas, it's hot as hell out there. But when it really comes down to, you know, you got guys that's trying to make the team, and I respect that. But in terms of like the quality, I'm not going, I'm not watching a Summer League game to, you know, see, you know, the greatest quality of hoop. You know, you just didn't have a good time. Preseason, you know, you, you, look, when, when preseason hits, it's like, okay, I just want to see something. I, yeah. I, it, we, we've been going months without watching NBA hoop, especially, you know, all the headlines with the damn Celtics. You know what I'm saying? They, I know they had a preseason game, but hell, at least they played a damn NBA team and won. But shit, I, I, I'm looking at certain box scores. I'm like, what, what the hell's going on? No. And then to lose, not be down. Be da being, being down in the game is like, okay. I understand. Yeah. That, that's real, right, right? You know what I'm saying? That's real rust. It's like watching uh, in March Madness, you know, a, a 16 seed up against a one seed by the first media timeout, scores yeah. eight to four. Okay. Shit, well, you know, I get it. It, it, it happens. A little surprise. Mean, it happens. We, we see it happen. 16 yeah. to one, 15 to two. It's crazy. Yeah, it's, maybe it's really... by halftime, it's like, oh shit. Oh, it yeah. might happen. But then reality sets in. But to lose the entire basketball game. Yeah. So, oh man, I hate to ask this question again, but I, certain agendas have to be pushed. Um, how do you feel about the Phoenix Suns? I know, again, I know this this one game is not any way an indicator of what is going to yeah. happen this season. I'm not, I I'm mean, not running that race, but I do want to ask, how do you I'm feel sure, about the Phoenix Suns? I mean, I'm, I'm sure we're going to have a, a preview of, you know, what we think this upcoming season. Uh, <laughs> hopefully we do, but all I can say is got something going on in that organization. You look at DeAndre Aiden, how he's talking to the media. Like, he don't even want to be there. Like, it's one of those situations where you, you got paid 
<laughs> and you're still mad. <laughs> you know, most times when you get paid, you happy. Like, DeAndre got paid. They matched the offer sheet. It's like, damn, he probably wishes they did not match the offer sheet. So you get the That's help crazy. out That's crazy. That's crazy. That's really crazy to think about. That's like, so, and then based on what we saw last year, how like basically like Luka Doncic, you know, like going to the owner on Google, type in the Suns, Luka's name is there. So it's just like, it's just been so much nonsense and like bad stuff, bad vibes going on in Phoenix since like last playoffs and then like continuing the offseason. So it's like, it's interesting, but I don't really, like we said, I can't make too much out of a preseason game, but then again, they did lose. They lost. Uh, they, they lost. Did, they, they did they lose. They lost. I would say this, though. This just goes to show you that the four, 450 in the NBA is not always the best 450 players. It's a lot of politics. It's a lot of circumstances, a lot of opportunities, you know, that go into guys making the NBA game. After the 100, the top 100 players, it's really like, yo, if some guys overseas probably better than some guys. I'm not even gonna say, after, I'm gonna say after the 200. I was say, I, I, I'll probably after push the two, it up yeah, a little more. I'll probably after push the it up. Two, 250. After like the 250. That next, <laughs> it starts to get situation. It, it starts to get very <laughs> situation. It starts to get like very like, oh, dude, you know, is he a good locker room guy? <laughs> is he is he a good teammate? Like, uh, does he work hard? Does he? What does the media say about? Him? That's when it gets really like dicey because like that brother Craig Randall, like somebody need to give him a ten day because he was hitting greens like it was two K, and he wasn't missing. And it was just kind of like those wasn't like you know catch and shoot. These were creating off the dribble, coming down, one crossover, pull up in your face. So it's just guy. It's like yo. What is really going on here? Like I said, I don't care because they started five starters. They started five starters. So it's just kind of like, I really don't want to hear no excuses. It's a bad look for the Phoenix Suns, even though it's a preseason game. So, And my thing is, too, is like the, the, the team it happened to. You know what I'm saying? Now, if this was a projected lottery team, I would still say something. Don't get it twisted. But I wouldn't yeah, be like... I would be like, yeah. It, yeah. I'd actually laugh. NBA team. <laughs> I'd be like, well, damn. Should they, should they even be in the league? I'd, I'd yeah. laugh. But this is like, this is genuinely concerning. This is like, is, is you know, is, is everybody okay? Is, 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 is it a coaching staff thing? Is it a, what, did the home crowd not show enough support? Like it, it what, first, first game too, like preseason or not, th this is, come on y'all. You know what I'm saying? And uh, look, this isn't even a knock to the other team that they played. If you notice, I, I did not say that they lost to some bums or something like that. Right, I, I got number respect to all professional players and athletes, but but still, but but still, you are fresh off being what a one seed. You are a couple yeah. years removed off making it to the damn finals. What? Come yeah. on! And then and then again, it's not even to a division rivalry. It, this this wasn't no damn rematch of the NBA Finals. Giannis did not walk in that door and give this team a fifty burger. It, yeah. It, 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 and again, you know, sometimes the preseason you you know, try some things out. You just want to, you just want to, you know, see if see if certain things work. But damn, lose. <laughs> yeah, and it's crazy because we talk about preseason lose. ball, and you know we're recording this episode now. We don't know what's going to happen with the outcome of the Lakers preseason game. All right, but like, now I want to ask you, like, do you do you feel like it's been a lot of reports that came out about Russell Westbrook today and stuff like that regarding the Los Angeles Lakers and Indiana, Indiana Pacers and how like the Lakers almost traded him, you know, Russell Westbrook for. Two on what was it? Unrestricted first round picks and Buddy Hill and Miles, and Miles. Turner. So now it's just kind of like 
do you think it's going to put pressure on Russell Westbrook to perform in a preseason game? Because now it's just like this report right. came out. No, I'm asking you because it's just like, Fair. what if what if Russell Westbrook plays back? Imagine what's going. Imagine all the noise we hear right now. I mean, here in the offseason. Imagine if he goes out and stinks it up. What do you think is going to happen? What type of like reaction that the Lakers fans or the media is going to give Russell Westbrook? Because of like, and it's, that's going to be an uncomfortable situation if you're Russ. If you're thinking like, yo, like all these reports coming out. Like, I don't know where I really stand. Uh, it's kind of like in an approval situation. What's I don't know what's going to happen to me. And it's just kind of like, now do I have to like overcompensate in preseason? Do I have to go a little bit harder? Do I have to try to like put, well, a, I mean, put also, a little, you know, better performance than I would do? Do I have to play I, more minutes? I hear you, but we have to have to put into context who he'd be traded for. Much love to Buddy Hield. Much love to Miles Turner. And I actually think that both of them would help out the Lakers. Right, a you lot, get Buddy yeah. Hield, a sharpshooter that would pair well with LeBron, and then you get Miles Turner, a guy that could protect the rim, playing alongside Anthony Davis. So I do, yeah. I would like the additions of of those two players on the Lakers, but it ain't like Russ is on the hot seat and on the verge of getting traded for for, for Dame or for Giannis or Joel Embiid. And again, whether you think it's a fair trade or one team wins that trade yeah. or not, ain't, ain't nobody coming to Lakers averaging fifty. You know what I'm saying? So again, I think it would help if Russ yeah. continued to play well. But it, it also, I'm, I'm also not like, oh shit, we got to get rid of Russ so that we can get Joel Embiid. What, what the hell is going on? Or we got, yeah. we, we got to get rid of Russ so that we can get, you know, another top five player in the league. Like that, that ain't, that ain't my energy. Yeah, the name's not sexy, asking. but it's not sexy. But it's just still like, it's fit. That's what you're looking for, Los Angeles Lakers. Do you think? What, let me ask you this question: What's more likely to compete for a championship, Buddy Hill, Miles Turner? With the, this Los Angeles Lakers team, or Russell Westbrook, Anthony Davis, and LeBron James, based on what we know from last year, not going based, forward in this, ba- based this off year. what we know from last year, and this is unfortunate to Russ, but based off what we know from last year, I would say Buddy Hill and Miles Turner. But it's not because of Russ. Ironically enough, it's because of Anthony Davis. If if you would tell me right now that Anthony Davis is going to be the Anthony Davis that we all know, oh, let's keep Russ. It, yeah. it, it, don't, it, it don't matter who the hell that third option is, really. It could be Dennis Schroeder for all I care. If yeah, Andy sure. Davis is the generational player that we know he can be alongside LeBron James, hey, I'm cool with keeping Russ. I'm cool with trading Russ. It, it, it don't matter. But to me, again, we talk about this so often. All of the blame and talk is going towards, yeah. should we trade Russ? Should we get Buddy Hill? Should we get Miles Turner? LeBron James is entering in his, his 20th year. We don't know what we're going to get from him. We got three point guards out of what? Freaking 6'3 and under and, and Patrick Bradley and Dennis Schroeder. Why isn't anyone talking about Anthony damn Davis? Why? No one in the league should have more expectations and more pressure on them than Anthony Davis. It is not James Harden. It is not Giannis. It is not LeBron. It is not Kevin damn Durant. It is not Jason Tatum. It is Anthony damn Davis. And I don't know why. I don't know how he's gone this far without no one talking about that. And again, to be very clear, because I know people like to misinterpret certain shit. I'm rooting for Anthony Davis. And it's not just because I'm a Laker fan, but hell, I, we, we all see the potential. You know, let, me stop, let me not even use that word. Let me not stop Allen. He's 22. It, it's Anthony Davis. It ain't too much to ask for him to be in the, in the, in the conversation for best yeah. player in the world. You know what I'm saying? So everyone is talking about, again, all those other players. Cool. I'm with it. It's not going to be Russ. It's not going to be Buddy Hilde. It's not going to be Miles Turner that leads us to the promised land. Now, obviously, it could be LeBron James. Duh. But to me, the one player that it has to be, no ifs, ands, or buts about it, is Anthony Davis. So to answer your question, 
with what I saw last year, I think, you know, it could be a great addition to have uh, Miles Turner and Buddy Hield, right? But again, if Andy Davis is a player that we know he can be, it, it, it don't matter to me. I, it, it, hey, whether we got those two or not, I really don't give a damn. We got Anthony Davis. That's the yeah. way I see it. But, but again, it's all on Anthony Davis. Yeah. I can't sit here and say, you know, I, I don't know which one we're going to get. And it's not, and again, it's not like I feel like Anthony Davis has been playing poorly. That's not it at all. But it's the expectations of we done traded damn near all of our youth to get him there. You, you, it, it ain't no secret that the Lakers have a rich history. It ain't no damn secret that the, that the Lakers have a history of having dominant big men. It ain't no secret that you arguably are one of, what, five players of all time to be able to do every single thing on a basketball court. So now we got an MVP that someone argue is maybe past his prime. We got, a, we got another, you know, greatest player of all time, right, that is in his 20th year. So those two guys, it's like, if they, if they aren't the MVP that we know they have been before in years prior, okay, you know, it is what it is. They, they've showed it to us, but now it's on AD. Everybody else, cool. I hope they get their shit together. But Anthony Davis, that that's 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 where my mindset is at. Anthony Davis, Anthony Davis, and Anthony Davis again. Very simple. No, I agree. I mean, we've had countless conversations about Anthony Davis and him being the most like important player for the Los Angeles Lakers this upcoming season. And Anthony Davis, I think Anthony Davis knows that. Like like you said, LeBron James going to the year twenty. Anthony Davis is what twenty eight years old. So it's just kind of like he's in the midst of his prime. Like. Stay healthy, show up. Last time he did that, the Los Angeles Lakers won a championship with him arguably being the best player in the 2020 NBA players playoffs, if you ask me personally. And that's not a crazy thing to say. And it's not a crazy thing to say that he could have won the finals MVP either over LeBron James. That's not a crazy thing, thing to say. Now, I will say this, though. Going back to like the whole Buddy Hill and Miles Turner situation, and I understand it, why Lakers fans want the trade to happen and why they're itching to see like what's going to happen in the regular season. I think the first 20 games is going to tell a lot with this Los Angeles Lakers team if Russ is going to potentially stay or leave because that, that doesn't seem like that deal is probably going to go away with what the Indiana Pacers are doing. Like they want draft picks or not really, you know, they're building for the future and stuff like that. Um, it would behoove them to get a player like Russell Westbrook because that means more, you know, ticket sales. Like stadium's going to be sold out because Russ is going to put on a performance if he goes somewhere else, especially more ball in his hands, get to play his game, this and that. But I will say this, though. The Buddy Hill and Miles Turner trade for fit-wise, it makes sense, but it doesn't move me because I don't know about LeBron James and Anthony Davis' health. Regardless of what people in Los Angeles Lakers fans want to say about Russell Westbrook, one thing I can tell you about Russell Westbrook is just like he was durable and he was consistent. Whether it was good games, it was bad games. Like he was on the court. Availability is sometimes the best ability. So it's just kind of like you can say all that that you want Buddy Hill and you want Miles Turner. But now imagine a scenario where, okay, you got Buddy Hill, Miles Turner, Dennis Schroeder, Pat Beverly, and, you know, Matt Reeves. That's your team. You're, you're running out because Anthony Davis, LeBron James is hurt. You get what I'm saying? So it's just kind of well, like, I mean, that's if, not, that, if that's the case, then, I mean, none of it matters. But I, I was answering yeah, your question it, based off yeah, yeah. assuming both of them are healthy. If, if neither of them are healthy, the Lakers are a lottery team. Let's make that yeah. very clear. They, they they might even be a league pass team. Yeah, they, but it, it's just... But you're more, you're, more like, you're more likely to win games probably with, like, I feel like a LeBron and Russ situation than just a LeBron if one, one of those guys are out. Like a LeBron and Russ with the team you have more so than like a LeBron and Buddy Hill and Miles Turner together. You know what I'm saying? Or Anthony Davis, Miles Turner, 
and Buddy Hill, Russell, Russell you know, like you're you're more likely to win with Effie Davis and a star, more likely than Effie Davis and just starters and role players or LeBron and you know role players at this point of LeBron James's career because he's not like. <laughs> this is not the right. LeBron that we come right, 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 to see right, it. Right, um, right. And Effie Davis as well. It's like as great as Effie Davis is. Like I haven't seen Effie Davis like carry teams like with just like anybody. You know, he's not a Luka Doncic. He's not a a, a Trey Young. He's not a LeBron James. So it's just like that's just the case of that situation. So it, it's it's a dicey situation. It's very interesting. I would just wait it out. I'll just keep Russ for the whole year. Let it match. Oh, see damn. if it works. <laughs> wait, wait, what? What? Wait, wait and, what the and, hell? And, How and, you gonna say I'll, I'll just wait it out? Wait, I'll, I would I would just wait it out. I'm gonna wait the whole yeah. year. Wait, are you which one though? Like, are you like you mean like wait it out like for 82 or like wait out? No, I'm saying I will wait it out because like I feel like just wait it out this whole year. Meaning like they should just keep Russ. I I, I just I, just keep Russ the whole year. I I I can't say wait out the whole year. Just because of who the best player on the team is, the late any time you have LeBron James, you immediately lose the luxury of time, right? You immediately are in a complete win now mode, and in any in any even like a just a season thing, like we talking week to week. You train this like the NFL, like they literally might be on something. Like, All right, let's analyze this situation four yeah. games from now. Let's get through this little road trip and then see where we at. But you got LeBron. You 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 don't you don't. You know what the I'm saying? Only, All the only the thing king, about that, you don't no. got that much time to be playing with. The only thing about that is it's like unless they get some more wings on the Lakers roster, I don't care what Buddy and Miles Turner do if they trade for Russell Westbrook because that still doesn't solve their problem because you have a better team overall fit-wise, but they still need wings. LeBron James is entering year 20, and it's just like offensively he's going to be there. You can't expect defensively him to be there during the regular season. You know, so it's like they need more wings to kind of like score and defend. So it's just kind of like we know what happens in the playoffs. Wings win rings. That's just what it is. So it's just like the more wings you have, the more guys you can throw at other players and have them defend at a high level and stuff like that during the duration of the regular season and the playoffs, you better your chance of winning. So it's a, it's a tough situation for the Lakers. And then it's just like, all right, you give up your whole future, your last two draft picks. I know I'm not a big on draft picks, but it's just kind of like, I don't know. It's just like, then you look at the free agent coming out, the free agents next year, you got what? Andrew Wiggins is going to be on the market. Kyrie Irving potentially may be on the market. It's just kind of like if you trade for trade Russell Westbrook for Buddy Hill and and Miles Turner, it's just like neither of those players are better than none of the two players I just mentioned. They're not better than Andrew Wiggins. They're not better than Kyrie Irving. So it's just like you lose out of that possibility with the cap space because you have the flexibility right now if you just played out the year with Russell Westbrook. So Lakers are in a very, very tough situation. Like, hopefully, I'm hoping that everything just gels with AD, LeBron, and Russell Westbrook and they kind of just, like, figure it out and play together. That's what I'm hoping for um, because I just think that's the best situation. Yeah, I mean, you and me, you and me both. But I mean, the nature of this, I, I just hope that even if Russ does get traded, he ends up going to a team where he can thrive, you know, but it's so, it's so tough because I know there's, you know, it's like, do you feel like Russ can be the best player on a championship team? And if not, do you feel like Russ could be the third option on a championship team? And if the answer is no to both of those questions, it might be kind of scary when you think about it. Because again, Russ, it, it, it's all—it's always weird. Like every few years, I'll say, or maybe once a year, there's like players that are obviously good enough to be in the league, and you know they're good enough to be in an All Star game. But it's like they're too good to be on a team. But 
not good enough to be on certain teams, if that makes sense. It's like they're 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 too good to be in certain situations, but then if you toss them somewhere else, it's like it doesn't really fit. And I think unfortunately, it's almost similar, I want to say to like John Wall. But like Russ, I think, is dealing with that. Um, there's a lot of teams that could use um a Russell Westbrook, but whether it's Depends a on what fit they're trying thing, to do, yeah. Right. You know, and it's like if a team is trying to rebuild, why would they in their minds Right, yeah. think about trading for Russ. But at the same time, it's like if a team needs that third option to win championship, well, are we sure if Russ can be that guy? And I think that's the unfortunate part that Russ is probably yeah. dealing with. And I mean, not him, him personally, because I'm sure Russ doesn't give two shits. But I mean, like just the idea, like GMs may be viewing it that way. But what really can we do with the Russ? Look at your roster now. Who, you know, there ain't too many rosters out there that have enough depth where I feel like, okay, they damn sure could not use him. But you know how this this league is. It's it's politics. Yeah. It's it's yeah. it's always about situations and 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 fit and yeah. you know. If he has a good who knows? We, we could be talking about like who knows what happens gonna happen this year. It's it's eager. So I think the I think it's gonna be all right. I really think it's gonna be all, all right for the Lakers. I don't know why. I just got a weird feeling. I think it's gonna be all right. Let's, let's hope so. Um <laughs> I have a cap. Or no cap. It's about young Zion Williamson. Cap or no cap, Zion Williamson will average more points per game than Dever Booker this season. Uh, man, that's a tough one. I'm going to say cap. I'm going to say cap. I think Zion Williamson is going to be average. Close to 30 this year. So you think Devin Booker is going to average more than that? Yeah, see, he may have to average 31. <laughs> With that, right? I know yeah, he is all. <laughs> yeah, he's got to average 31. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm going to go with Devin Booker because I feel like Devin Booker is going to have a team ran through his strengths and ran through him. So he's going to have more opportunities, I feel like, to score the basketball. As great as Zion Williams is, I don't, they got CJ McCullough and they got Brandon Ingram. Like, those are two better offensive players than Zion Williamson. And they've got to figure out, like, who's going to, like, have that offense ran through them. It's going to be probably Brandon Ingram. Zion Williamson is still going to put up what and do what he he does, you know, dominated the first level, bully ball. But I feel like for his, like, opportunity-wise and, like, having a team ran, run an entire offense through you, I feel more confident saying that Devin Booker is going to have that with the Phoenix Suns instead of Zion Williamson. So that's why I got to go with Devin Booker. Hmm. I think I might actually go with Zion, even though no. he probably has two more um, high-level scoring options than Devin Booker does. Um, I think the return is going to be a little scary. I mean, obviously, we've seen the transformation picks that have been flowing around the internet. Um, yeah. I think he's ready. You know, I, th- I think um, I don't even think that like he's quote-unquote heard the noise, um, but I just think that now entering another year in the league and seeing the Pelicans shine the way they did last year without him, it's like the pressure isn't as high. Um, and obviously, you know, coming from Duke, he's probably been used to pressure. But, like, I just think that he's going to fit into a role now where he won't have to do as much. And because of that, I think he will do a lot. You know, it's like you got Brandon, you got CJ, and I think each one of them are going to be able to reach a, a, a new height, if you will. Um, but I, I think Zion is, you know, fully healthy. You have some time to recover and rest up last season. Uh, we, we've seen what he, he's done in flashes. 
you know, and so now hopefully he can play um, a longer season and just dominate the way, you know, we've we've seen him um, before. But I low-key think, no, let me not, let me say low-key. I think it's going to be Zion. Um, because also, too, you got to remember, the Suns may end up being in situations where they're up by 20, 30 points and Devin Booker has to sit out. I don't That's think so. That's always a factor. You know, oh, I mean, the, the timing of me saying this is <laughs> yeah. a little heavy. But I mean, you know, there's, there's still no, I don't, a team I don't think that's so. coming we'll, off a, a number we'll, one seed, so I can't get too crazy. We'll, we'll have um, a conversation, another pod on that stuff, but like, I don't think so. What, uh, so. You, don't, you don't think about uh, Zion averaging more than Devin or, or them being up? I don't think, I don't think Zion's going to average more than, more than Devin, but I don't think that they're going to be kicking their feet up, chilling, because they're dominating teams this year. I think that that run is well, over with. Well, I mean, you got to remember, too, again, me, me thinking that doesn't necessarily mean I think they're going to win a championship. It's yeah. just, you no, know, I'm not there, saying there, that, no. There's, no. there's regular season teams that, you know, tend yeah. to go crazy. And Book not is the, still yeah. a score. Like, you, you yeah. know, if we're not sitting here talking about, I'm not going to sit here and talk about the defense or, like, who's going to finish higher MVP voting, but yeah. you got two guys that can put the ball in the hoop and have never had a problem with that. Yeah. Um, I mean, and also, you, you, you may be right because Zion Williamson, it's not like he's not going to have it an easier time. Like... Devin Booker's a shot creator. He got to make work a little harder than Zion. Zion is is dunk layup, like you know, get into the rim, first level, just Ain't like work. the just just like the 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 freak. So it's just like you have an easier time when you have that athleticism, that raw ability that some guys don't have. So I wouldn't be shocked. Like he was average what twenty five and sixty percent from the field. So it's just and like limited what's minutes. Five, yeah, what's what's five more points? But I think also like what you're thinking about. With Zion, the same way you got to think about with like Devin Booker, because you talked about Devin Booker maybe having his feet up and stuff like that. It's going to be times Zion Williams is going to have his feet up because they're going to be very, very like concerned about like his health. Like he's not probably going to play 82 games. He's probably not going to play 75 games. You know what I'm saying? They're going to like make sure that he's right and protect him on, you know, nights where they feel like, yo, okay, like. We want you to take care of your body. We want you to rest. Load management is going to be a factor in NOLA for, for Zion Williamson. So. Wait, what is that? What, load, load managing at what? 23 years old is kind of crazy. What is he, 23, 24 years old? Yeah, no matter when you, uh, got, yeah. when, you, when you got problems, have had injury problems already. Well, so. of, of course. And, and you know, definitely with him, it's not like he's sitting and vibing and chilling just because he's bored. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, still. And, and also, too, the question is like, well, at what point would he or would New Orleans, I'll say, consider legitimately playing him 82 games? Because now it sucks because there's certain players where he would never play 82 that games for his like, entire career. Oh. He would never play 82 games for his whole career. I don't think, and to be honest, I'm going to be real with you. I don't think any NBA player, superstar, is going to play 82 games ever again. I think those days are gone. Those days are over with. Kobe, <laughs> MJ, you know what I'm saying? Like, those days are gone. Like, no superstar is going to play 82 games. That's just a can, can we get a why? Because I just feel like if you look at the history of the NBA, it's gone in the past what like ten years. You, we San Antonio Spurs have kind of made this thing <laughs> a regular. You know, what I'm saying rest of your stars when it matters the most. If you're especially if you're top seed, you're clinching you're clinching a playoff spot early. You want guys going into the playoff the postseason healthy. So it's just kind of like it's not. It's really no. It's not going to be like any. Luxury for these guys to play 82 games unless they got, you know, clauses in their contract if they get more money. So it's all about the playoffs, the postseason. If you can get your guys healthy in the postseason, 
and you can rest your stars on the way and your and your, your team still be fine in the standings, it's no point for them playing 82 games. Shorten the season. You know damn well that's not going to happen. Of course, <laughs> of course, money. Money talks. Yeah, I'm going to say, what, 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 you know damn well, yeah. but you know, I, I, I always think about that too. It's like, the unfortunate part about a player sitting out is like, what if it's that one fan that literally traveled across the world to see that one game, right? Or what if it's that one fan that saved up a shit ton of money, whatever, to to make it to that? Or what if it was a birthday present and now you pull up and now your favorite player can't play? And again, look, Capitalism NBA players, sucks. it does. NBA players don't owe anyone anything. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, it's definitely an inconvenience for a lot of fans out there that, you know, like, cause just think about it, like, imagine, you know, people that have never gone to a game before and you, and you wait all year long to go to that one game just to find out someone is sitting out for load damn management. Not because they injured. Not because it's a family mercy, but because they I, I, tired. It, 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 depends on, it depends on the type of... I, I, I understand that, but it's just like, to be real, most of these people that are at these games aren't those people, sadly. So I would, I would understand it if it was more so like... Well, I mean, courtside. I think you might be referencing, but I mean, you know, you got people in the nosebleeds that that vibe. You yeah, know, you got, you true. Know. But I'm just saying, we know what the demographic of all right, these right. arenas are. So it's just kind of like I'm not gonna really feel too bad. I'll feel bad if I know a story about like a young kid, like you said, that saved up his entire all his weekly allowance and like really want to see a player play and didn't get an opportunity to see him because this player is doing low management, of course. So hopefully they do this the low management at the home games. You know, on the road, hopefully they go out and like yeah yeah you're right. Play. That's you're what right. I that's what I look at it like. I hope okay low low management at home, but on the road like really play if you're available. So that's fair. I didn't I didn't even like that way. I mean, hey, to me play. Yeah, if you're healthy, yeah. <laughs> play. But yeah, I, I get it. Fast you know, in the NBA. Yeah, it 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 surely does. You ask a lot of players and teams about that. Um, but yeah, yeah. You already know another fire episode. No pump fakes wrapped up, uh, just like that, y'all. We gone. Peace. <laughs> <laughs>